Welcome to Beyond the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and I have my sister. Kristen Allgaier. And we are here to talk all things Disney, from the theme parks, the movies, the TV shows, video games, the streaming services, which we have a lot to talk about there, and uh, anything Disney, we will talk about it. Um, so we'll be starting off today. We're going to have a bulk of the show pretty much probably be Disney Plus related stuff. Uh, so we're going to get most of the other stuff taken care of before we get there. Um, so, yeah. So we have a um, kind of a correction, I guess, from the last... I believe it was the last episode we just did. Um, about the correction? The golden... The camel. The spitting camel. Um, oh. Apparently, sources are telling WDW News Today that it's undergoing a brief refurbishment and is expected to return later this spring. Oh, there we go. So, nothing to worry about. And another follow-up story that we have here is that it is confirmed that Beauty and the Beast-inspired bar and lounge is coming to the Grand Floridian. Um, yeah, I did see that, too. I mean... Again, the picture of it looked cool, though. <laughs> it's going to be based off of the popular live-action film. Yeah. It's replacing the Meisner's Lounge and Commander Porter's. Um, four unique spaces inspired by Belle and the Beast. The signature bar will glow from the light of a magnificent gold chandelier that takes its inspiration from Belle's flowing uh, ball gown with subtle nods to the Beast's magical rose. The formal library showcases classical Baroque designs and French furnishings inspired by Belle with hints of the Beast's friends. The garden room will be a whimsical space that draws in inspiration uh, from the enchanted forest surrounding Beast Castle. An outdoor patio will evoke the romance of Beast's garden terrace. Um, no opening date set on any of that but what are your thoughts we kind of talked about it a bit over the last i think two weeks yeah <coughs> so give us your thoughts as a beauty and the beast fan oh you want my thoughts? yes no i said earlier i think it looks cool like the pictures of it look really awesome and it sounds cool but i mean like I mean, at this point, I'm just like, okay, it's going to happen. So, so much for that whole not putting movies everywhere around Disney World. But, I mean, otherwise, I think it'll look nice and be something cool to see and do. I'm interested to see what, you know, it comes out like. But, I, I just don't understand like, why they're really putting excited. it in yeah, I mean, we Grand do already have, like, be our guest, and that, like, right. kicks butt, so... Yeah, I don't really know why they're putting it in Grand Floridian, which has nothing, no attachment to Beauty and the Beast at all. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't really fit. I mean, like, if you walk in, like, Grand Flor- Floridian, I, I don't feel any, like, whimsy of Beauty and the Beast. I feel very high class, but I don't feel like... 
uh, I'm gonna run into a beastly prince or anything. Um, so I'm not really sure. It, it, for me, it's I'm one of those sure things. That anybody would have fit in there. No, that's the issue. I mean, I feel like what happened is they're like, okay, we got to put Meisner's under refurb, and then people are like, just try to fit something in there. And this is what they yeah. came up with. Um, that's I was going to say something else about that, too. Because then I feel like it goes back to how now, I, I don't know, this is another torn situation. I do think that we need other character meals. For sure. We need, like, other options other than seeing the Fab Five, which we've talked about before, too. Because pretty much everywhere you turn, you can Mm -hmm. be one of them at a meal. But it's like now they have Sleeping Beauty. I mean, not Sleeping Beauty. Snow White over at, um, ah, shoot. Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, with that. I always want to say it's Saratoga, but. I'm fine with dinners, usually, being character-themed, Okay. Because the issue with that is it could be this character is visiting you, right? The issue with this is that the whole thing is going to be themed after Beast's Castle and areas of Beast's Castle where it's it just it's, it's like, so are we in Grand Floridian or are we in Beast's Castle? Which is, you know, they're, they're always worried about the story and the immersion, that kind of breaks the immersion. You, yeah, you walk out of that area and you're not in a Beauty and the Beast. Right, anymore. like I mean, all the characters in in the breakfast at 1900 Park Fair um, is, uh, you know, British themed. You know, they're they're Winnie the Pooh. They're classical. You know, the um, Mad Hatter, Alice, uh, Mary Poppins. You know, like the, the. It just doesn't seem to fit. You know, and and, and but I mean like. The breakfasts are fine because they kind of have a cohesive theme and they're visiting you at breakfast. Now you're kind of going into Beast and Bell's world while you're in Grand Floridian, which it's breaking that immersion. That's like having the Star Wars-themed hotel and having you meet Iron Man. Like, that doesn't make any sense, you know? Right, right. Or having an Iron Man-themed bar in the Galaxy's Edge hotel you know it just doesn't really work yeah but what can i say um we have uh some other little news here uh this is a fun uh fun fun news story that people ran and then had to immediately withdraw almost uh, so the Winter Park Police sent out a message on the 11th saying, Hey friends and Disney Twitter, we need your help identifying this man. And they put a picture of a guy who's on uh, Space Ranger Spin. Okay, A residential burglary, a burglary, burglary occurred and the suspect was captured using a magic band that was stolen during that time. These guys are definitely not galactic heroes. Face bomb emoji. Call 407-644-1313. That's uh, Winter Park's number, I guess. With any info. Um, apparently, he was wearing a magic band uh, on the on-ride photo. You know how it goes right to it. And then they had to send out an update here. The police of Winter Park have canceled the search as they found that the man in the photo is not connected with the magic band theft. 
Um, this is weird, right? I mean, if he's not connected to it, is it just they confuse the magic band, or did somebody's yeah, like picture up, go on the wrong magic band? Sometimes that happens. Yeah, um, I mean, we've definitely had pictures of other people. Right, right. And did that make them think that he was connected to the, You know, it, it's one of those things, it's like, how are they already putting out this search without, I guess, knowing that? Like, it, I don't know, it just seems kind of strange. Yeah. But I saw the headline there, and I was like, oh, I gotta check it. And then, you know, you're checking the article, and it's like, oh, it's already been resolved, and it's uh, actually not the case. But it is kind of funny that, like, I mean, if you stole a magic band and riding it around, you're going to get caught. Their pictures are going to their... Well, one, how are you even getting in the park? Uh, you have to use the, you know, the 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 finger when you get in, right? Right, right. So, I mean, I don't really understand any... Unless if it was like... When I first saw the headline, I thought maybe somebody stole it in the park, you know? And then right. it's riding it and it catches on the person's magic band. They're like, oh, he must have ours, you know? But... Because you can check it on the My Disney Experience. But, uh, yeah, kind of a, just a strange situation all around. Yeah, that's weird. Some good news if you are a Muppet fan and a pizza fan. Pizza Rizzo is uh, opening back up on May 4th at Hollywood Studios. They're having a new dessert of peanut butter and jelly verine with layers of homemade peanut butter cream and grape jelly. So it's going to reopen the day that ABC uh, Commissary closes for a brief refurbishment. Well, the kids do like that place. They actually mentioned it the last time we were there. Yeah, and it wasn't open. Yeah. They were like, oh, what about that place? I'm like, well, that's not really open right now. It's not open all the time. It's a little weird, but... And the third parking garage at Disney Springs is now... Open. It's called the Grapefruit Garage. Hmm. It's located across the street from the Lime Garage, and that's the one where you have to walk over on the sky thing. Yeah. Sky Bridge. So, yeah, you can now, there's now three parking garages there. And let's see, here we have. Uh. Woody, Buzz, and the rest of Toy Story gang, you know, are coming back to Toy Story 4. Tokyo Disney Resort is getting an 80-day celebration. It's called Fun Time with Toy Story 4. And it's going to involve a new activity, photo opportunities, and special food and merchandise. Uh, So they have an event called Find Forky, uh, which is the newest toy. He's fled to Tokyo Disneyland in an attempt to escape. You can look for Forky around the park with help of a special map. Find messages from the toys and receive a special sticker uh, for, you know, what you're doing. Merchandise. You know, they just have a whole bunch of good Toy Story merch. Um, They have a, you know, like photo spot. A few photo spots where you can take pictures where it has Toy Story 4 on there. And then some special food and beverage. Uh, They have this really cool food that is like almost like a strawberry shortcake, maybe. But that strawberry shortcake is, like, themed as if it's Bo's dress. And then they have, like, this topping, almost like a, you know, like a plastic topper that you put on there, which Mm -hmm. is Bo Peep. And then they have, like, a, um, 
a, uh, you know, her corralling staff thing uh, oh, okay. as well. So some really cool stuff there. But yeah, 80-day celebration. This isn't like on topic of where the location, but Bo Peep. When is it supposed to be that we're supposed to get her here for meet and greet? I don't know. I think sometime in the summer. Oh, like June, after the movie or Right, June 14th to September 1st is that 80-day celebration over oh, in Tokyo. Um, Toy Story Play Days is coming to Disneyland Paris. Um, from June 18th to the 28th of June, the Walt Disney Studios Park is going to have some fun and games in celebration of Toy Story 4. Um, oh yeah, so they're doing another Where's Forky thing, a digital scavenger hunt there. It's, they're just getting a shorter time period for it, so, over in Paris. And, uh, Disney also shared a look of its gondola. Uh, one of the gondolas. Oh. Um, I didn't see their thing on it, but, I mean, I saw it in person, but... Yeah, but, I mean, like, totally unveiled where it has, like, no no thing on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here if it actually loads correctly. But, I mean, in this picture I see here, it does look pretty comfortable inside. Uh, it makes you just wonder how it's going to work with, you know, no air conditioning. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, they got very nice interior, uh, like a wooden bench type thing, you know, polished wooden bench, nothing that's gonna hurt. Um, and they are set to open, I just saw that date, in the fall. But will be unveiled come May and will feature 22 characters' designs. So, hmm. and uh, something. I, was gonna say, I yeah, haven't seen the inside one yet. I have to look. I'll have to look that up. And then something at Star Wars Celebration. So we had Star Wars Celebration last weekend, and it just ended on Monday. Um, they did a special panel um, about Galaxy's Edge. So they have some new um, concept art, uh, which has the exterior of Rise of the Resistance. Um, They have uh, some new uh, animatronics that they were showing. We shared this picture of the new Coke bottles that are going to be exclusive to Galaxy's Edge, which look really cool, and I want them so bad. They kind of look like they're little, uh, almost like detonators. Um... And they're written in uh, Arabesh, which is um, the Star Wars language that most people are familiar with. Um, so Olga's Cantina uh, rescued... Here's some details about it. Rescued by local droid Smith after he crashed on Batu, Captain RX-24 from Star Tours was rebuilt and made into a DJ for the watering hole. He will once again be voiced by Paul Rubens, you know, Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. New music from Figrin Dan uh, and the uh, Modal uh, Nodes and an all-droid band will fill the air while guests ingest themed beverages. Uh, Frank Oz will reprise his role as Yoda somewhere in Galaxy's Edge. 
and they have some more details on the Disney Play Parks app, which you can do a whole bunch of cool stuff on when you're in the park at Galaxy's Edge. Sweet. So uh, lots of cool stuff coming there. I can't believe it's, you know, it opens, we can say this now, it opens next month in Disneyland. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, next month. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, I think the last thing we really have to talk about, like movie-wise here, is probably... Um, I got two little things. I know you said you had some stuff um, for the park, so if you want to talk about that first. Okay. Let me just pull it back up on my thing here. Okay, so um, one of those things is... Both of them are pretty much like special events, basically. Woody's Roundup um, will be offered basically 4th of July, 5th and 6th, from 6.15 to 9.15 in the Fantasia Ballroom in um, the Contemporary. This is $149 per adult, $99 per child. Um, It says you will be transported into a larger-than-life playset of a wild western town called Woody's Roundup. Once inside, Jesse, Bullseye, and Buzz can be found jamming out as Mr. Microphone plays some great tunes. There's fun activities such as balloon artist, trick roping demonstration, camp-style carnival games, and a Toy Story craft station. Um, You can gallop on over for awesome view of Magic Kingdom's fireworks. The following shows will begin around 9.15. On July 4th, of course, you'll see the Disney Celebrate America, so their 4th of July um, like fireworks special. And then if you go on July 5th or 6th, it's just happily ever after. Um, and then, of course, it is all barbecue food. And it is, let's see, um, they have chicken breast, um, vegetable medley, pork ribs, brisket, and then, of course, your sides, cornbread, mixed greens, coleslaw, potato salad, chili, a vegetarian chili, it says. And then for dessert, salted caramel cookie bars, fresh melon, red, white, and blue push pops, and cherry pie shots. And then, of course, the kids have their own options of peanut butter and jelly, salad, um, hot dogs, Mickey Roni and cheese, chicken fingers, potato barrels, cookies, and brownies. So, again, that's $149 per adult, $99 per child, and that's only July 4th through the 6th. Um, The other thing was they are going to be having... Disney villains join some of the Disney after hours um, around, I guess it's around Halloween. It doesn't, oh wait, nope, select nights June 6th through August 8th. And these tickets just went on sale, oh, they go on sale April 29th, so they're not even on sale yet. It says they are $139 when purchased in advance, $144 on the night of the event. If you are an annual pass holder or Disney Vacation Club member, there's a $30 discount, making it $109. Um, Let's see. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. It's saying that they're going to be having some underrated Disney characters that you don't get to see very often, like Hades and Maleficent. And it's only through select nights through those days in um, June and through August. And it's going to have a Disney Villains stage show, Hades and Meg from Hercules, Villains Unite the Night, 
Um, Spot Maleficent the Dragon, Villainous Enhancements, so Discover Surprising Villain-inspired editions at Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain, Wickedly Good Food and Beverage, um, Dishes Inspired by the Queen, Corella DeVille, Maleficent, Hades, Dr. I can never say his name, Fuff, how do you say that? Dr. Phil. No, Dr. (laughs) Fossilier, whatever it is. And it says... Facilier. Facilier. Um, and even Emperor Zerg. He would be a cool meet and greet, man. Zerg? Yeah, definitely. I don't think I've ever seen him around. That's not, though. It's only food and beverage inspired by him. Uh, but I'm just thinking that would be a really cool one to see. Of course, you're going to have special event merchandise. What would it be? What would it be a Disney event without special event merchandise? I know, right? So that's it. So I guess, oh, that's what it was. I was like, wait a minute. This made it seem like it was Halloween. But no, it says the Halloween party is not the only night Disney villains come out to play. So, cool. Um, so again, April 3rd, 29th, those go on sale. Just way too expensive still. Yeah, all for, of it is. For such much. a small, it's still a small time frame for these after hour yeah. events. Yeah, and like I want to, I want to hurry up and do the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween thing before that starts skyrocketing. I mean, that's yeah, already really, a that's lot. so much cheaper than these events, aren't they? Uh, I mean, it's getting up there. I think most people are paying almost a hundred dollars, depending when you go. That's the thing. Yeah, but because you, they start you get those in... nights so early in August. But you those get in August ones are quick. You have I access mean, to the park at like four o'clock. That's true. True. Compared to like buying these extra magic. Almost of things, which For are two hours. two hours. I mean, that's yeah, ridiculous. That I don't even think that thing told me what the hours were for the villain thing, but I do know it said in the article. If you think that that's a lot for a couple of hours, well, yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I'm never going to one of these things. Yeah, um, yeah, I just yeah, I can't. Um. Yeah, so then we got some movie news. Uh, we got a whole bunch of movie news. We're going to talk about the streaming service last. But first, we're going to start off with, as I just said, Star Wars Celebration was this weekend. Um, They unveiled the Episode Nine trailer. We had no idea what the name of this movie was going to be. Rumors the day before the trailer was it was going to be called Will of the Force. That's what people were saying. That's what they were hearing at Celebration. Um, There was a fake artwork that kind of went around with that on there that you could kind of tell was fake. Um, It took a leaked poster that is legitimate, but it seemed like it just kind of slapped on a a logo with that. Um, So uh, you saw the trailer, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we got the title, uh, which um, is going to lead to lots of speculating for people because it's called... The Rise of Skywalker. Um, obviously, we know that is spoiler alert if you haven't seen the Last Jedi. But Luke Skywalker is is dead, and um, as far as we know, he had no kids. So uh, it kind of oh, ends right. with him. Um, so some people are thinking, you know, they've already kind of said still that Ray is still having parents from nobody. Um, so it's not like all of a sudden now she's Luke's. Uh, kid um but the popular theory and i thought of this and now every podcast i listen to says the same thing so now i'm thinking we got to be way off right um but what 
what everybody's thinking, and it seems to be really easy, is that uh, if if the last Jedi was the last Jedi, then maybe Skywalker is a new term for a new order. Um, since the Jedi were disillusioned, since they failed, maybe Rey decides in Luke's name that she's going to name her groups Skywalkers. Um, so that's the popular theory, but since everybody's thinking that, I feel like it can't be that. It's usually not yeah. that simple with J.J. Abrams. Um, but the uh, but the trailer, you know, starts off with Rey on a desert planet. We don't know if it's Jakku or Tatooine. Um, she's breathing heavily. This is the third trailer out of these three movies to open up with heavy breathing. Um, and uh, it seems like this is what I don't know. It's like she's kind of staring down where... It's built up to be people. It's making you think Kylo's in the Tie Interceptor. That's his Tie Fighter, but they don't. They only show hands. They don't actually show a face, so we have no idea. And he's coming for her, and she kind of starts running away from it, and then does a backflip over top of it before it switches on to some new footage. All the while, with you know Mark Hamill doing his Luke voiceover about how. This is her fight now. You know, they all live within her pretty much. Um, and uh, then we just see a whole bunch of cool visuals with, um, you know, we get to see Lando back in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with Chewie. We get to see um, Princess Leia giving giving Rey a hug, which they talked about how they're using... Uh, apparently this is all the footage that's going to have Carrie Fisher in there because she passed away is going to be footage from the force awakens that has been repurposed, uh, cut footage, a footage that did not make it into the movie. Um, so in this case, there is a hug in the force awakens. Um, I feel like they maybe took a different take of that and put it in here and just, um, changed a little bit of the clothes to digitally. Um, so that way it doesn't look exactly like The Force Awakens. Um, right. Then, uh, yeah, we get to see a new pal for BB-8. He was introduced during the panel as well. He's a small little droid, uh, kind of on one wheel. He's a droid on one wheel, um, and his name is Dio. And he's like BB-8's buddy uh, in this uh, episode. So, um what else really happens in that? And then we get to see the the big uh, reveal of them looking out over the ocean, and one of the Death Star's wreckage is in the ocean. Um, and uh, then we hear Luke say, "No one's really ever, no one's ever really gone." And then we hear Emperor Palpatine's uh, cackle. So, what does that mean? We don't know. But uh, then the title comes up, The Rise of Skywalker. So I was watching this. Um, the first time I saw it was on my phone while I was at work, you know. And then after that, I, I was looking at the comments and people were talking about the Death Star and Palpatine's laugh and stuff. And I, I, I guess because I was watching it at work and not in the best place. One, you know, on a small phone screen, I couldn't really make out what it was they were looking at. Then I go home and watch it on TV, and I'm like, okay, I can definitely see that's the Death Star wreckage. And then, yeah, you get some pepper, uh, Emperor Palpatine laughter there. 
Um, but, you know, J.J. and everybody's been saying that this is going to wrap up and tie into all nine Star Wars um, saga films, episodes one through nine. So we get uh, kind of a cohesive uh, storyline. It's going to tie everything up, <clears throat> which I'm really looking forward to. Um, so uh, what was your reaction initially as somebody that doesn't really... Uh, yeah, I was hoping that you just weren't going to ask me because I've only watched it one time where I've seen all these other ones like a bajillion because Lucas right. hasn't showed this to me like several, several times and I only really watched it on my phone really briefly so um, I don't really have much of an input on that at this point in time Did it get you like excited or was it like Yeah, you know, eh. yeah Because I mean, for like, me, look, for me it's been all about Endgame, okay it's been all about Endgame, but then I see this trailer, and there's just something about Star Wars that just instantly clicks all the time, where I'm like, okay, like, I I always kept saying, like, I'm really excited for Endgame, and then what happens is, right, like, people would put up these polls, like, what movie are you more excited about this year, Episode Nine or Endgame? I keep clicking Endgame, because it's the end, but also, you're like, I haven't seen anything of Episode Nine. You know, like I have, I have no idea what it's going to be like. Uh, and then I see this trailer, and now I'm like, I don't know which one I'm more excited for. The good thing is, Endgame is only uh, like a week and a half away for me right now, uh, so I'll get that out of the way soon, and then it'll be probably full blown Star Wars. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. It's always uh, it's always good, and you know I'm really glad. I I, I loved the Last Jedi. Um, I know some people didn't. Um, you know Ryan Johnson directed that one. A lot of people give him crap online, but I am very excited that J.J. Abrams is back. Um, originally it was going to be Colin Trevorrow who does the Jurassic World films. Um, those are not as I don't really. I mean I own them and I've go and see them in theaters, but they're not like my, you know, I don't love the Jurassic World films. Uh-huh. And when we got J.J. Abrams back on board for episode nine, it just made me really excited because he's the one that started these characters, you know, and uh, now he gets to finish them off. You know, he gets to send them um, on their way. You know, he was the one that, you know, started with, uh, Ray and uh, BB-8 and Finn and Poe and now we get to see all those characters come together. Right. And, and that's what makes me excited for it as well is that The Last Jedi split all these characters up. You know, The Last Jedi split all these characters up but and the big three, Poe, Finn, and Ray have never really actually been in scenes together until the very end of The Last Jedi and actually that's when Poe and Ray meet. That's when they actually introduce themselves to at the end of two movies, you know. Right, um, right. That's crazy, I think. Yeah, while we had that, like we had Han, Luke, and Leia, like almost right away, you know. Um, right. And uh, what makes me really excited for this is that they keep saying this is an adventure all three are going on, you know, and that this is an adventure that we we finally get to see these three, you know, all up together. Uh, together. You know, and this is supposed to take place sometime around a year or more after The Last Jedi. Not picking right up. So, th- they might already have some sort of chemistry that we get to see in there as well. 
so the last things we have to... Oh, one more thing I want to talk about. News. Um, be careful, everybody, if you are looking forward to Endgame. Uh, apparently, somebody in Saudi Arabia, that's the rumor, I don't know if it's true, got a hold of the movie. Uh, there are... I mean, the, the picture, like, there's clips of the movie going around with subtitles. Have you actually seen that it's going around, or is this just, like, somebody saying that it's going around? I'm just curious. Yeah, so, I, no, I did actually see that this is going around. People have seen the movie. People are going around and spoiling the movie for other people after watching this clip. And, um, the you know, the Reddit message board I go on to, people actually have seen it, and they're saying... I wish I hadn't. Um, a lot of times people are stumbling upon it by accident. Uh, people were sharing it on Twitter, like this four and a half minute video, or, you know, like certain parts of the video were circulating around online. Um, it's four and a half minutes. It's not four and a half continuous minutes. So, you know, some people are thinking, well, four and a half minutes out of three hours is pretty low. I'll just go watch it anyway. That's what I've been reading. Some people say that. People trying to warn them, it's not four and a half continuous minutes, it's four and a half of, like, the biggest minutes, supposedly, Uh where it's in sequential order from the first minute of that clip to the four and a half minute of that clip, but it's cut in a way where it's a lot of the, it's, it's it's the middle of the film, it's the end of the film, and people say it's really epic looking, it looks great, but it's stuff they wish they hadn't have seen yet. So, if you are very uh, worried about getting spoiled, uh, stay away from uh, social media. The bad thing is, is that, you know, we're still nine days away, really, from the release to, to, to have to stay away from stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, just be vigilant. If you see four and a half minute clips going around, don't click it. Be careful if you're on YouTube, because sometimes, you know, if you watch a lot of Marvel stuff... It's probably going to recommend you to watch this clip. I mean, Disney's been taking them down, but obviously, once you put something up on the internet, other people have copies of it. They're going to make copies of it, and they're going to keep uploading it every time. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious now. I really want to see the movie and then go around and see what and the clips it. were. You know, like, I want to see the movie and be like, okay, what was it that was spoiled in those clips? Uh, right. that, that's what I find interesting, but, um, it just sucks. We're nine days out and it's, it's already somebody ruined it, you know? Right, right. Um, so just be vigilant, uh, be careful, uh, if you're really worried about it. There's ways to mute words on Twitter, so that way if that word is in a tweet, you will not see it. So if that's what you're worried oh. about, you know, you can start putting up Iron Man, Cap, Captain America, Captain Marvel, just any iteration, Iron Man with a space, Iron Man without a space, you know, like, uh, <laughs> to make sure it doesn't get that. That seems like a little too much hard work. That way you don't see it. Um, but the bad thing is, if you mute words and they have a video, it doesn't block the video, you know, really. So oh. you might still run into a video if somebody puts it up without right. words. Um, be careful, people are spoiling it in comment sections of Facebook stuff that has nothing to do with um marvel so i mean you could be on like an espn comment thing about about lebron james or whatever and somebody is gonna put you know blah 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 this person blah 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 and then i wonder 
if these people are actually ruining it or just making you think that they are by telling you something that they think is going to happen and making it seem... You know what I mean? People like, that have they... seen the clips are saying that these are legitimate spoilers. Oh, okay. So, So be careful. Um, Alright, so we'll move on to the last part of our show here, which is all going to be about Disney+. Plus. So on Thursday of last week, um, Bob Iger... Uh, Alan Horn, Kevin Feige, Kathleen Kennedy, all of the big shots, uh, all the heads of every division in Disney, pretty much, was at a uh, share, they called it, uh, what was it, Investor Day um, in California, and they had a whole theater booked, and they had these presentations about all of their streaming services. And by all of their streaming services, I mean ESPN+, Plus, uh, Hulu, and Hotstar, Hotstar is an Indian-based one um, that's over in India and and, uh, run by Disney, uh, India branch. Um, It's like the biggest uh, streaming service over in India. Uh, And then they went to Disney+. Plus. So they kind of built up all the, you know, I was watching it on the way home from work. Joy's driving and I'm streaming it, you know. And uh, they started the Disney Plus stuff right when we got back home. Um, we had to stop at mom and dad's that day though. So it was around 6.15, 6.30 Eastern time is when, and this event started at five o'clock, is when they actually started the Disney Plus portion. Wow. Um, so I was watching this and they had tons of great news. We were sharing some of it before. Um, the big thing I want to get on though, $6.99, $6.99 a month or... $69.99 a year, which is $5.83 a month. Um, what do you think of this price? Because I know you guys, um, you know, and um, having two kids that are going to be wanting to watch this stuff and already having a few streaming services, you know, what's your thought on the price? I think it's awesome. I mean, it's cheaper than Hulu, cheaper than Netflix, which is what everybody's comparing it to. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I'm not dropping any of my other ones, but it's cheaper than everything else out there. Amazon Prime, Hulu, and it's going to bring so many different shows and movies to you. And uh, Zach was saying he doesn't know that that's enough to make people want to pay it for each month. But then when I'm telling him, like, yeah, but they're going to have special shows that you can only watch on there. No, special movies only on there. You know, like six ninety nine. Now, my only concern is I wonder how long it's actually going to last before they raise the price. But it's got to last, I'd say, two or three years. I, I, that's what I genuinely feel. I feel like if you're trying to be a Netflix killer, you're going to have to show that you're making a dent in it before you raise up the price, right? Correct. I mean, yeah. And you have to keep adding more content. As more content gets added on, of course, it's probably going to go up. Right. But I think they'll always want to kind of stay underneath of Netflix, to be honest. Because that's how you get... And and here's the reason why I think you can go almost two or three years. is because Netflix has to license material, right? They have to get... They have to pay for a license. They're paying $100 million for Friends this year. I read that, yep. Which means they have to get that money back. So you get that money back by upping your costs, right? Um, right. And, and getting and and having other shows that people subscribe 
four, like Stranger Things. Some people will only subscribe for that and cancel when it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, right, right. So that that's how you get your money. Um, the and the bad thing is too the the reason why they can while while Netflix will probably lose more subscribers than Disney is because those licenses expire. Um, they're not going to want to continue paying $100 million for Friends. They only did that for this year. I don't know if they'll do it for next year. The right, Office right. The Office is their most watched show, and it's expiring in 2021. And now NBC is Universal, Universal Comcast, is trying to make their own streaming service, right? So oh. what do... Obviously, they're not going to want to share The Office with Netflix then, right? That's going to be one of the first things they pull off of there. Um or not renegotiate, I would assume. Uh, Friends, same thing. Warner Media is trying to make their own streaming service. We're getting to the point where it's too many. Um, well, that's what I was going to say. See, that's the only thing. Like, yeah, I'm excited Disney is doing this. Mainly excited because Disney is putting a lot of those old things out there that you can't find on anything else. However, it's going to be really obnoxious if every channel or brand or however you want to say it, network, starts putting one out there because then you might as well just pay for cable. Like, and that's the thing too is like net uh, so so Disney I feel like is the only one that can do this. Uh, I mean I feel like it's the only one that'll work. Disney has the brands, they have the recognition, they've been building content for so long, and they so so here's they have Star Wars, Marvel, the Fox properties now, and their own Disney and Pixar properties. That's most right. of the stuff I watch. Right. I mean, the fact that that's going to be six ninety nine is amazing. And um, Netflix, you know, is like I said, they're going to lose those licenses. So of course, people are going to stop subscribing. They had a Disney deal for a while, you know, that's still in effect yep. until sometime next year. Um, with you know, like uh, some some are still on there until like the end of this year. Um, but I think it was starting with Captain Marvel. That's definitely the first. That's definitely the first Marvel film that is going straight to Disney Plus and skipping Netflix. Um, I don't know where that falls on uh, like Disney releases. Like is Dumbo the first one? Maybe uh, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, Captain Marvel know. came out before Dumbo, so it would still be probably Captain Marvel. Um, but like, I feel like. What? So Warner Media creates their own streaming service, let's say, right? What yeah. what are they going to put on it? They have Yeah. Yeah, they probably can put all the Hanna-Barbera stuff, I guess. I think they own that stuff now, Looney Tunes. Um then they own all the DC stuff, but they have their own DC streaming service. Which is well, 7.99 a month, by the way. Seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine a month for the for the DC streaming Holy service. Moly. Okay, that has right now two original live action shows, one original cartoon, and then a whole bunch of old stuff. That's a rip off. That's seven ninety nine. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking. Disney comes in at six ninety nine, blows the lid off of that auditorium, really, with that price. Um, because you know they're gonna have a Disney, sh- uh, they're gonna have a Star Wars show on launch. The Mandalorian, we've talked about it before. And they've also confirmed it's not going to be Netflix binging, it's going to be weekly releases. Um, oh, okay. Which, 
I'm actually thrilled about because I think some shows like The Mandalorian and stuff, I want to be able to talk week to week about it compared to the bad thing with like when Daredevil yeah, was on Netflix. the bad thing is that then you never know where someone is. Someone's always finished before someone else took You're them. right. You can never talk about it, right? You can never talk about it. Like if I go into work and, I, and, and Daredevil's released, right? And I'm like, oh, did you catch Daredevil? You know, and they're like, yeah, I finished. The, one guy's like, hey, I finished the whole season in one night because I stayed up all night. You know, there's always people like that. And then you have the person that's like, oh, I'm only on episode one. And I'm on episode three, and I can't talk to anybody about it, right? I can't talk to the first guy about it because he'll be like, just wait until you see the last five. Just wait until you see the last five of the season. You know, like, because like and then once you're finally caught up that guy's already watched something else now and then <laughs> you know like you never you know, that the first question is always well which episode are you on you know um and then you have to kind of be like oh yeah okay i remember that one and then you don't want to you don't want to say anything because the thing is the netflix shows a lot of times stuff runs together you know right. where like you're like you, you don't want to say to him well how about when uh, gary died and he's like i haven't gotten to that yet and you thought that was episode three, and it's actually episode yeah. four. You know, so it, it streamlines it a bit where you're able to just say, kind of back into the old days now. Of course, you don't have commercials. That's good. Um, you can wait if you do like binging. You can wait until the season's done and then sign up. No problem. Um, but it, for the people, it, it lets that conversation go. And it'll make it easier for people to podcast about. You know, like you never see that many podcasts about the streaming shows because they're just like you're usually watching them one after another not taking a break and say you know and saying let me listen to the podcast about episode one then i'm gonna watch episode two so that's the uh that's the rub there um so at least they said one or two episodes will be up for the mandalorian at at launch um that's going to be november 12th of this year that they're launching Disney Plus. It seems so fast now. So get that on your calendar. Um, I was actually disappointed when I heard November because I was like, oh, I just thought it'd be a little sooner, like September. But it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Then uh, we got uh, you know, some confirmation on some of the Marvel shows that we've talked about. They did have. A, they are having a um, Scarlet Witch and Vision show that's called WandaVision. Uh, they are going to have a Loki show that was already announced. They're going to have a Falcon and the Winter Soldier show that was rumored, um, and that one will be on the service within one year of launch. And they confirmed the cartoon What If series, and the first episode of the show is What If Peggy. Carter was the one who became Captain America, and Steve Rogers uh, got provided some sort of iron suit from Howard Stark. So kind of like an older Iron Man, uh, you know, just fun cartoon stuff of what if. Um, so that's the what's going to be. Um, and uh, then, you know, they were showing pictures of, like, all the stuff that they're going to have on there. Uh, they're going to have all of... All of um, what was it? All of Pixar on launch, except for Coco and Incredibles two. So Coco and Incredibles. 
those those are still under the Netflix deal and they're still on Netflix until that runs out. But they'll be on within one year of the release. So they'll probably be on in spring or summer of 2020. That's what I'm thinking. Um, they have a... Um, they're going to have, specific to Pixar here, which is cool, they're having a new short series of... of a series of shorts, you know, like Pixar shorts, um, called Forky Asks a Question. Um, where Forky is just learning about life with the Toy Story Pals. And they're doing a short film called Lamp Life, which is all about Bo Peep and where she's been between three and four of Toy Story. Yeah, I read that. So, uh, some good original content kind of right away there. Um, they're doing a thing called into the unknown which is the making of frozen 2 so it's going to be a documentary about the making of frozen 2 that's going to be available as well uh they have some national geographic stuff like the world according to jeff goldblum oh yeah i did see that uh about are they having like more of those disney nature show things uh, I'm not sure. They do have Magic of Animal Kingdom, which is the journey to the Walt Disney World Resort in this documentary series, which takes viewers behind the scenes with the highly respected animal care experts, veterinarians, biologists at Disney's Animal Kingdoms and Epcot Sea Base Aquarium. Disney Television Animation. That's right, we're getting... The Phineas and Ferb movie, with many of the original voice cast returning... Uh, based on the Disney Channel series. That's awesome. Uh, they talked a little bit about Monsters at Work. I think we talked maybe about this last week, or maybe not. I don't know if we did or not. I think it came out right before the... Yeah, I think it came out right after the episode that we did, but before the streaming thing, so I knew about it. Yeah. It's called Monsters at Work. Billy Crystal and John Goodman returning to voice Mike and Sully. And, uh... Ben Feldman from Superstore uh, on NBC is going to be voicing the main character who is like a a new hire um, at Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Um, And also, if you did not know, I have a Superstore podcast where we talk all things Ben Feldman and Superstore called The Break Room. Um, We have... uh, We also have High School Musical, The Musical, The Series... I'm not really excited about that. Just this title is a mouthful. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, We have uh, a new season of Star Wars The Clone Wars coming sometime in 2020 for the series. And uh, the untitled Cassie and Andor series, they confirmed that Alan Tudyk, who plays K2SO from Rogue One will be reprising his role with Diego Luna. So, some good stuff there. A Diary of a Female President. Not much of a explanation of that one. Um, uh, the film's Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, so, Lady and the Tramp live-action film is going to be on launch, I believe. Uh, Noel, which stars Anna Kendrick as a... Um, 
sort of Christmas uh, holiday film. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Togo. They have a movie called Togo. They have Timmy Failure, which is based off a series of books. And Stargirl. Um, they're also having a uh, non-fiction series called BR Chef, uh, which is going to have Angela Kinsey from uh, The Office on there. But apparently it's like some sort of chef competition for Disney World um, in there. Yeah, I saw... Okay, so the thing that I read about it was... People are competing to make the next new, like, Disney food. Like, I guess they are bringing their ideas out, and then they have a chance of it being served at Disney. Right. Which Uh, is possible. Cinema Relics, Iconic, Art of the Movies, Earth Keepers, Encore. Uh, They don't really have what those are about, though. The untitled Walt Disney Imagineering documentary series. So they're going to have a documentary series based on Imagineering. Marvel's 616 and Marvel's Hero Project. Those are all non-fiction stories. Same thing with Reconnect, Rogue, Trip, and Shop Class. None of those have explanations or what they're about. Um, But yeah, it's going to have 7,500 television episodes and 500 films on... Uh, in the service's first year alone. Wow. Uh, classic titles from Fox. Are you ready for these? You would be yeah. able to stream all of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're going to be able to watch The Princess Bride and The Sound of Music. Uh, and, of course, The Simpsons. You'll also find on Disney Plus uh, The Sword in the Stone. Boy Meets World, um, and titles such as Free Solo, which is a documentary. Um, Moana will be on there as well pretty early on. All of their vault titles. So the vault titles are, you know, all the ones that get locked in the vault. Aladdin, Lion King, um, Cinderella, uh, Snow White. All of the vault titles are going to be on launch on the service. Um whole bunch of cool stuff. The Disney Channel stuff. Um, I took pictures of what they, on uh, of my you know screen of what they were showing on there. And when you look at the, they have their live action stuff, but they also have the Disney Channel stuff here. Where is that? Um, Disney Channel. So you're gonna have Cadet Kelly, right? With um, you know, uh, Ren, Ren and Hilary Duff, right? Uh, Camp Rock, Cheetah Girls, Descendants, High School Musical, High School Musical 2, Jesse, Zombies, Good Luck Charlie, Halloween Town, Hannah Montana, uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates, Even Stevens, Cannot Wait. Need to watch that musical episode again. Wizards of Waverly Place, That's So Raven, Teen Beach the Movie, Tangled the Series, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Proud Family, uh, Protection Program, Princess Protection Program, that's a movie, Gravity Falls, Phineas and Ferb, Mickey's Mouse Clubhouse, Lizzie McGuire, Little Einsteins, Kim Possible, The Jonas Brothers Show, Jonas in L.A. or whatever it's called, um, some live-action films, 101 Dalmatians, 102 Dalmatians, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the live-action Aladdin's going to be on there, the two Alice in Wonderland Live action is going to be on there. Beauty and the Beast, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Christopher Robin, Cinderella, Dumbo, Enchanted, Freaky Friday, Haunted Mansion, Hocus Pocus, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, The Pirate Films, P. 
Peach Dragon, uh, the old Peach Dragon, um, Parent Trap, the new Parent Trap, uh, Old Yeller, is that what that is? Maybe, I can't tell. Newsies, the two National Treasure movies, uh, Narnia, um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Narnia, Prince Caspian, the two Muppets movies, Muppets and Muppets Most Wanted, Miracle, Mighty Ducks, Mary Poppins, uh, Princess Diaries, Princess Diaries 2, Remember the Titans, Rocketeer, Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus 3, Saving Mr. Banks, Secretariat, Treasure Island, Tron, and Tron Legacy. Two. Oh, and Maleficent's going to be on there. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, just trying to name everything on here is just too hard. And as you said, and what I was saving for the end here, the the mic drop that they did at the end of this presentation was 30 seasons of The Simpsons on launch. That's worth six ninety nine right there. Thirty seasons. That's that's uh, crazy th- amounts of. Yeah, you know, and then I had some of my friends asking me, "Is is Family Guy going to be on there?" I'm going to say no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say no because Simpsons has always been more family friendly than yeah, Family Guy, yeah. and they're going to probably just keep that on Hulu because they own Hulu. So. But I, I, that's why I'm really happy that Simpsons are going to be on there. Malcolm in the Middle is a great show that I want to watch again. Uh, that's not on any streaming service right now. Um, that's crazy. It was on Netflix, I think, for a while, and then it left and nobody's picked it up. Uh, Boy Meets World being on there is great. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be more than those Disney Channel shows they showed because... Oh, yeah. God, like I said, fill the future. Got to be up there. <laughs> Please be up there. Oh, yeah. Um, need that. But yeah, even Stevens. Uh, it was great to see that listed on there. I'm glad they're putting on all these older shows. I mean, that don't really have. I mean, they have a fan base, but I mean, like uh, your kids don't know even Stevens or Proud Family or whatever, you know. No, but see, I'm excited that now they'll get to watch. Right, those, and it's somewhere know? easily to be found. And didn't you just say you thought he would like Lizzie McGuire? Yep. Well, there you go. Confirmation it's on Disney Plus this year. You know? Let's so. see. I, I was thinking I want to try out of those that um, even Stevens. There was another one that I I said about, too. I can't remember what it was. And the good I, thing is, too, he, he, you know, he'll be able to watch. He's watching Boy Meets World, right? Um, yeah. He'll be able to have it on there as well. You know, like once, you know, like if he wants to rewatch them, it'll be on Disney Plus. Well, um, what was the other one I was thinking, though? It was, oh, I mean, because I don't know how me and him got on the topic the one day, but I was talking about how, oh, it was something with, um, that's what it was. We were walking through the Ticket Transportation Center, and you know how they have those, like, little signs where it has, like, the movie posters or TV show posters in it or whatever? Mm-hmm. It had um, Schooled from ABC, which is like the spinoff yeah. or whatever of um, Father Ron. Can't think of the word. Goldberg. That we were watching. The Goldbergs. And um, he was like, huh, is that Disney? And I was like, well, Disney owns ABC. Like, it's, you know, their channel, basically. And then we got into this discussion. I was like, well, yeah, because they used to have one Saturday morning. And they would have... Mm-hmm certain cartoons on on abc every morning or every saturday you know and i was saying recess because they watch i want that to be on there yeah that's what i was just going to ask you do you think that's going to be on there 
I would hope so. They were, because um, that went to Disney for a little while, too, not just ABC, right? I don't know. They were on ABC. I think Disney must have played, like, reruns at some Maybe. point or something. But anyway, because the Recess movie, or one of the movies or whatever, is on Netflix. And they right. watched it the one time, and I'm like, oh, see, they were like this. And I just feel like cartoons aren't like that anymore. And um, so we started talking about that, and I was thinking of all these ones. You know, Pepper Ann, The Weekenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really liked that one dog one. I can't think of anything else. Teacher's though. pet. But I think Proud Family they ended up putting on there at some point for a little bit too, didn't they? I so here's what they would do sometimes. Sometimes they would play Disney Channel shows on the Saturday morning at a certain bl- on a certain block. Um, That's what I okay. Like I know Raven was actually on there sometimes. Um, that was near the end near the end of the Saturday morning, um, like the. Near the end, end of, of that it. programming yeah. block, because it was, at that point, they were not making as many originals, and they would kind of just show ones that you'd already seen on Disney Channel. But the good thing is, that got people involved in the shows that don't have cable, or, you know, didn't have Disney Channel. Um, right. Which was great. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, I was already excited for this streaming service, but this is, I couldn't get this out of my mind on Thursday. You know, I was almost going to say, let's just record one on Thursday right after it. You know, because I was just so amped up. I was like, they knocked it out of the ballpark, man. They hit a home run. Uh, yeah, six ninety nine. pretty much brought everything that we were hoping it would <laughs> right. be. Right. Look, I never would have thought all 30 seasons of The Simpsons would be on there. I never would. And you know what? I didn't even get to tell you yet either, people that may not have seen this. All Star Wars movies will be on there within the first year. Episodes 1 through 7 will be on there at launch with Rogue One uh, in there as well. The thing why that's a big deal, because we've talked about this before, uh, when they sold the syndication rights to the movies um, for cable, uh, they sold them to Turner, and in the last negotiation they did for Force Awakens and... I think Last Jedi and stuff for cable, they included streaming rights in there. And that's how I knew that they had not planned this streaming service in much advance, right? Because they did that deal probably around circa 2015, 2016. But now people were like, and I remember them, I think we even covered this too, that Disney was trying to get the rights back from Turner for the streaming service, and Turner was kind of holding it over their head, right? So Turner's TNT, TBS, um, uh, and saying that you would have to like buy it back. The rumor was that this would be really expensive for Disney. Well, they must have done it, because those rights for Turner, I think, went until 2023 or 2024, the fact that they're having all these on launch means that they went out and and probably wrote a big check to Turner and uh, or traded something to Turner got something to get the streaming rights back and put it on there. So that's amazing because I never would have thought it would be on there then when I heard that. You know, I'm like, okay, great. We're probably just gonna have from Last Jedi Solo onward. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that's awesome. I, I really and I, I think that's great. I mean. 
that's worth it alone right there. Some people are Star Wars fans. You're going to get a new show. Whenever you want to watch the show, you know, you're paying $6.99 a month. You're probably also having it for other reasons as well. Not just Star Wars. Um, and you don't have to go out and buy the films. You know, the thing is, this isn't like Netflix where stuff is probably going to leave Disney+. Plus. This is going to be on there. Uh-huh. You know? And, and for people saying, like, how do you know that? One, if you own the rights to it, you just you're just gonna keep it on there. But you know, the people that ask that, I feel like don't understand why stuff leaves Netflix. It isn't Netflix saying, "I'm done with this now." It's it's contracts, contracts, and now they have all this stuff. And here's another thing: when they're doing their projections, it says year one here, uh, new originals, twenty five plus episodic series. 10 plus movies and specials for year one. Uh, series, 7,500 episodes of both on air and off air shows. 100 plus recent titles for movies and 400 plus library titles. Year five, it's projected to be 50 plus episodic series, 10 plus movies and specials, 10,000 past episodes on air and off air 120 recent titles for movies and 500 plus library titles so obviously they're not accounting taking stuff off you know so that that should be enough to tell you right there that they're keeping all this stuff on they're not rotating stuff the fact that the vault titles are going to be on day one is enough to say that too because usually vault titles they put them back in the vault these are going to stay on there they're going to be accessible to you um, it makes me wonder what's going to happen to Blu-rays and DVDs for Disney because if you make it available for six ninety-nine, are a lot of people going right, to buy right. Blu-rays and DVDs? Now, obviously, the movies won't go right from the theater onto the streaming service. Um, it's not going to happen that way. And, of course, me being the physical collector I am, I'm still going to get the, the physical <laughs> copies of the, show, uh, the movies and stuff. Um, my reason for really signing up for the streaming service is getting the new stuff. The exclusive stuff. But also, it's going to be great that, uh, I mean, 30 seasons of The Simpsons. That's another thing I didn't think because they have a deal with FX. Now, of course, now Disney owns FX. But they had an exclusive streaming deal with FX. And FX had this whole app called Simpsons World on their FX Now app. But the thing is, those those had the commercials on there. Um, so this will be commercial free, so it'll be so much easier to watch and, and put up with. Um, and what else was I going to say? Um, dang. Oh, and they said that all these, uh, all the stuff on, well, I don't know if all the stuff, but a good chunk of the stuff is going to be accessible for you to download so that way you can watch it offline as well. Oh, that's good. So, they killed it. They they really killed it. I mean, I was just so pleased. Uh, And then, of course, I'm a stockholder. I got one share. And it was at a 52-week high on the next day after after that because of of that streaming um, thing they did with Investor Day. Uh, And Netflix's stock went down, so. Um. you know what other show I was thinking about is Gargoyles. I wonder if that would be on. Yes, I hope so. 
I really do. I mean, I have the DVDs, but I really hope that it'll be on there too. I mean, that's the good thing is that we're going to get some shows that maybe they haven't even put on DVD because, I mean, that's the thing. The Disney Channel shows are not really on DVD at all. No. I mean, I think we would be asking too much, but I know that a lot of people would love to see the Disney Afternoon stuff go on there. I would assume that has to be going on there at some point. Yeah. You would think. I don't think it's on anywhere else, right? No. That makes me wonder, too. How long do they wait to put on, like, let's say, the new DuckTales? Right. You know? Do they wait until the show's completely done its course, or do they put up a season at a time? You know, like, how do they do that? Because they still want you to watch it on Disney Channel, I'm assuming. Disney Channel. Right? I mean, yeah. You would think. Either way, I'm really excited, and and, uh, it it sucks we have to wait until November. But uh, and it's, we- it's weird to think about too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird to think about too, though. That like, like the Mandalorian is the next Star Wars thing I get. It's not Episode Nine, you know. Like I get a few episodes of the Mandalorian before uh, Episode yeah. Nine comes out, which is crazy yeah. See, to think it about. feels so long, far away, but that comes out first. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Where where can people uh, follow you? At? On Instagram at Allgeier Adventures, A L G U I R E Adventures, and Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us on Twitter at BT Disney Podcast, Facebook.com slash Behind the Dreams Podcast. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, we're on you know Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and um, iTunes. So, you know, write us a review. Um, if you're sick of us, you know, write us a review. Even if it's one star, it helps people find us. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, have a great rest of your week, and let us know what you're excited about on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, go ahead and, and let us know what you want to see on there now that we kind of have a general idea on what's going to be on there. So, uh, But have a great rest of your week. See ya. The Force will be with you. Always.